This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, March the 4th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you this Friday, March 4th. My name's Homer Lopez. I'm on the mic, and I'm here to tell you it's a beautiful day. Congratulations. You made it to a Friday. Well done, everyone. Well done. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's just as easy as making a phone call. 1-800-951-0592. And the lovely Sarah will be there to take your call, answer your question. Heck, she'll be your friend. Or you can go check us out at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable. Yes, the news, the research, the mayhem that is out there is all put together in a nutshell that is the Patriot Radio News Hour and the man behind it, the man with the plan, the financial backer of this show. Joe Jaquin, it's Friday. How are you, man? Happy Friday. Welcome back. Thanks. I, uh, I, 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 I like that I got to put my head down for a couple of days and work on research and uh, recruiting. Yeah, we had to do some things there. Eric is not with us today. Um, his wife's uncle, Uncle Bill, uh, passed, and uh, they're obviously dealing with that. So hopefully next week he'll he'll be able to, to join us. And what a what a week! What a what a beginning of March madness! Uh, absolutely living up to the moniker. It has been nothing but bedlam and pandemonium in the gold markets. We hit a uh, new highs this morning. Uh, new highs for 2016. We are inching ever so close. To exactly what I've been telling you is coming, which is much, much higher gold prices. Right now, gold's up uh, about a dozen points, a dozen dollars to the ounce. Uh, it's been as, as, uh, up as much as $20 to the ounce. Big news, and maybe I've never seen it before. So always when I see something new, uh, it gets me excited. And so like, when Homer was, was coming into to work this morning. He got in this morning, and we were talking about the debates. We'll get into that if you watch that. Um, but I was all fired up, and it had to do with an announcement from BlackRock. They are the custodians of the gold ETF, the IAU ticker. And they had to suspend the the ETF because they ran out of gold. And how these ETFs work, for those of you that are uh, know about these things, you can own paper gold now. right? Leave it up to Wall Street to allow for that. You can own a, I guess, well, here's what it really is. You can pretend to own gold through Wall Street and you get a piece of paper for it. But for every 10 ounces of paper gold, I guess, bought, BlackRock has to have an ounce in storage. So, you know, essentially it's a 10 to 1 
ratio. They don't actually put all the physical gold away, nor do they have to, because quite honestly, you can't take delivery of it anyway. But that is how it worked. And, and this morning, BlackRock said that they've run out of physical gold temporarily. And this tells you just how precarious the situation really is. When you start thinking about all of the pinstripe bandits going into the gold ETF and actually forcing BlackRock to come out with the statement that they have all the gold that they have is already spoken for. So in other words, at least 10 times that amount's already spoken for, and they are working on trying to find more. Is this, That's un- news. Is this unprecedented? Has it ever well, happened before? ETF, I will say this. The ETFs haven't been around all that long. I mean, this is a new uh, investment vehicle, and I'll say new since the, you know, the millennium rolled over, maybe the last 12, 13 years, 15 years, something like that. It's a relatively new thing, and that's ne- I've never seen it. But it just goes to really, it just falls in line with all the other things that we've been talking about, the shortages and how hard things really are to get. And uh, that announcement came this morning. The jobs report came out. I don't know if you saw that. Huge number. I mean, huge. 242,000 jobs uh, reported. But then, the you know, as always, the devils were in the details. Wages were down. Hours worked were down. And then, of course, the actual provable jobs, nowhere close to the 242. But they did say that just three categories comprised 152 of the 242. So these, what, uh, Outside of 90,000, 152,000 of those jobs were retail, which someone needs to tell the retailers that they're hiring all these people. Because everything that I see, they're all closing stores. I, I don't get it. Coles is closing stores. Macy keeps getting smaller. Sports Jay, authorities. Sports authorities. Right? I mean, you name Where all, are all these Walmart. Jobs? But, but they, them, waitresses, waiters, bartenders, busboys. I didn't know that my grandma was working there. And uh, then uh, in the medical side, health care. But it was at the very low end of the health care. You know, change the bedpan type health care workers. Uh, which really, I guess, that jived with the wages falling. But it was a kind of a double whammy. Not only did the wages fall, your hourly earnings fell. But then you also got your hours cut. So that was the economic data of the day. We got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back after the break. Picture the radio news hour. Double J in the love on this Friday, 800-951-0592. And I'm just going to tell you here the special of the day, and it's going to be really simple. U.S. $20 gold pieces, they're going to be $1,410 until I run out of them. And, you know, if BlackRock is any indication, that's not going to last very long. By the way, 
Uh, silver has woken up as well. Uh, silver up 64 cents right now, $15.75. And so silver's now gone through back through some key levels. Uh, close above $15 was good yesterday, but today back above fifteen fifty. So all of you silver people, $16. We get a close above $16, and, and we're going to probably see silver, uh, you know, go right, you know, 17 And that's just how these charts are going to go. I've been doing my best to keep you educated. So if, if, if somebody called in and said, I want to buy the big green monster of silver, is it available to them today? That case? Yeah, the cases of Silver Eagles, they they are absolutely available until they're not. I mean, right now, this is this is just where we're going to be. Well, you remember what it was like in January, December this year. You couldn't get them. Yeah, and this is where we're going to be again. Uh, by the way, Green Monster boxes are going to run you, uh, wow, that, that's not the right number. Like, uh, public school, 9875, 9875 on Green monster boxes of silver eagles and as we look at all the economic data points you know yesterday challenger gray and christmas said layoffs are up 22 percent year over year uh but today we got a really strong jobs number um, at least the amount of people working the problem was that the jobs that they were holding just don't pay a whole lot. And and, and then the actual provable jobs was about 75,000. And that's just taken off of actual tax records. Uh, so 75,000 becomes 242. Uh, I think, what was it, last month or the month before, we had a big number, a 200,000-plus number, and provable was only 10,000. So at least the provable has gone up a little bit. Uh, but nonetheless, that's where we were. We've got just one of those things where you would have thought that this would have sent prices the other way. But the Dow's up. The Dow's up about 60 points. Gold's in bull market territory now, up over 20% for the year. All the factors lining up. And here's where we sit. 1295. I've talked about this number now for six weeks. We're about fifteen twenty dollars away now. Uh, gold right now. Uh, well, let's see what it is. Uh, twelve seventy two. Uh, up fourteen dollars right now at twelve seventy two. So we're twenty three dollars away. Gold's been as high as twelve eighty today. That would be the high of twenty fifty. So if we get to twelve ninety five. Gold's going to have taken, uh, well, have, be at the all-time, well, not all-time high, but take out the high of 2015. Obviously, it's the high already this year. Once it breaks that 1295, I've talked about this 1300 level quite a bit. The 2014 high, 1385. So this is my new number. I think gold's going to take out the 2015 high uh, at 12.95. It closes above 1300. I think 13.85, and then there's going to be breaks in there. 13.20, 13.50, and then of course the 13.85 number. 
If it if it closes above thirteen eighty five, of course now we've taken out the twenty fifteen highs, the twenty fourteen highs, and then we'll we'll set our sights on twenty thirteen, uh, which is a sixteen hundred dollar plus level. But that's really the next step in the game here. So this is where we sit on the gold side of things, the silver side of things. Like I said, today was, yesterday was an important day, closing back above 15. Today being uh, at 15.75, closing above 15.50, another important step. And then we're going to be looking for $17, or a close above 16, which brings on 17. And then, of course, if you get to 13.85 on gold, you're probably looking at silver challenging, you know, that eighteen to twenty dollar level. So that's kind of where we sit in, in both of those markets. Uh, Got to talk about the debate. I mean, I don't know how much of it you saw. A limited, but I mean, it was entertaining until it wasn't. I'm going to tell you that I'm a registered Republican, and only because I'm too lazy to go and change it because I think really I'm more of a at least I think I am it's hard to know what you are anymore but I think I'm more of a libertarian if you'd if you asked me you know sitting around the table that's probably the answer I would give but as a as a registered Republican as a person that watched I was horrified yesterday I mean, it was it was embarrassing. It was very unpresidential, and and really, quite honestly, I don't know what the Republican Party's even doing anymore. What are they doing? Well, and it was un- unpresidential by the three front runners. Kasich was pretty much what I thought the only gentleman on the stage yesterday. And I really wish that they had taken his cue. Let's talk about what you've done, and let's talk about what you can do. Uh, and we didn't get that. No, you didn't. You really didn't get it. And, and here's what I don't get. Obviously, Donald Trump has struck a nerve, and at the same time, uh, a populist that has led to huge crowds, record voting turnout and yet the Republican Party doesn't want him and I'm starting to wonder to myself are you not seeing obviously you need to adopt some of the things he's talking about right this is this is what they want well to me what it says is uh, he's never going to make it to the end. That's what they thought at the beginning. Let him. Now they have to take him seriously. He's there. He's been a marketing machine since. Uh, what's the show where he fired everybody? What was that? <laughs> I know the show. Money, money, money. Yeah. What was money? Anyway, think about this. Donald Tr- Trump has been marketing and positioning himself since two thousand five, six. The television shows, everything that he's done, he has out marketed his competitors here. So badly that he really, I mean, honestly, what he has said, I could kill somebody in the street and I won't lose supporters. Or he said something like that with a gun. Well, I don't, I, no, he said it. Okay. Okay, he said it. But now they're coming up with this whole debate was name-calling of 
Donald Trump, you're a fraud. Donald Trump, you're a liar. Donald Trump, you're a cheat. Really? This is what we've got. Sticks and stones, man. Sticks and stones. But you know what was so funny was, was I really felt like all of the opportunities that were missed in, in what the problem is with our politicians. They don't understand. They're very unpresidential. Well, they just don't understand what a real America is feeling. That's just my impression of this. Because if they truly understood it, they would be acting more like Donald Trump. And 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 instead, what they're I guess you know what here's what I'm I guess here's my point. They were trying to say, hey, listen, all the things he's saying, he doesn't mean any of them, right? I mean, that was kind of the gist of it all, right? That was their portrayal. And we need somebody that actually means that stuff, because obviously, and me being one of them, that's what I want to see. I want to see us go back and redo all these trade agreements and force the jobs back to America. They talked about the Donald Trump clothing line. No, I didn't even know he had a clothing line, number one. Number two, I don't think I'd own any Trump clothing. I mean, I, not that I even shop for my own clothes. That'd be my, <laughs> that'd be my wife. They manufacture really nice ties called Trump ties. <laughs> Trump ties. But they're talking about how these... These clothes aren't made in America. And I felt like saying, you know, now I could be wrong. But I'd venture to say the suits that all of those guys were wearing probably weren't made in America. Pot, is this kettle? You're black. <laughs> right, right. You do realize that we used to have a textile industry in this country. And we allowed our elected politicians and the corporation to change the laws to get rid of those jobs. I mean, that's just what we did. And here they are hammering Donald Trump, and I was like, man, if just one of you would come out and say, you know what, Donald, I'm going to make it so you can manufacture your clothes here in America again. I'm going to bring those jobs back. That's what the people want to hear. That's what is missing. And then I, you know, and I sit there and I, and I listened, and I actually had a, I TiVo'd it, you know, recorded it. Sure. Right? And after about the, an hour, I actually had to take a break. Because I just couldn't get past the, you know, the name calling and the the idiocracy of the Republicans last night. I I just couldn't believe it. And now remember, it's going to be and this is now and maybe something will change, but it looks like it's going to be Hillary. Uh, it looks Hillary, and and we've got to have somebody to run against her. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's Barack Obama all over again. Yeah, I think Hillary might have enjoyed that more than anyone. She was sitting there twirling her evil mustache during the whole debate going. <laughs> I could just see all the commercials. 
that she's going to run now based on that debate just last night. Just based on that. Just based on that alone. <laughs> the, the Republican Party oh, has man. zero unity. Zero unity. They do not have just, a contingent together. Well, not even just, just law. They're completely lost. They're completely clueless. They have no clue of the plight of the average American in this country, and they simply just don't get it. And this is my biggest fear. Because I'll say this, Hillary gets it. She knows exactly who her base is. And that's already the people that are getting the government checks. How long has she been a politician, though? How long has she been well, a politician? I mean, I'm just telling you, I, I, I will say this. She's got to beat one person, that's Bernie Sanders. She's got to be not an entire Republican Party. Not an entire Democrat. The Democrats are behind her. Right. The Republicans are so divided. Well, even their message, the Democrats, even Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, he was placated to the same crowd, which was, hey, listen, don't, I'm giving everybody a check. I mean, that was Bernie saying, I saw Bernie give a speech, and I couldn't believe it. He didn't miss out anybody. If you're gay, if you're lesbian, if you're black, if you're white, if you're legal, if you're illegal, if you're in college, not in college, if you're old, if you're young, if you're a handicapped, everybody gets a check. Here's how divided we are. And I don't know if you approached this on the show yesterday, but Mitt Romney does an exclusive, and he bashes the guy he couldn't couldn't live without his endorsement in 2012. We are a mess on the Republican side right now. Just a mess. Hey, it's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thank God it's Friday. Come on back. Listen to me, little Marco. Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, maybe I maybe I'm going the wrong way. Maybe I should thank them. You know, for all the the radio fodder. Based on what was we witnessed here, at least last night. If you didn't see it, don't watch it. I mean, that's my advice. Homer said to me because I we're, when he got in, we were talking about it, and he said, "Yeah, I caught a little bit." He goes, "I wish I was able to catch more of it." And I'm like, "No, you don't. No, you sure don't." And then I, you know, and I told him I actually had to take a break. I got so I was so frustrated. And, and, and of course, the, the realities of, here's what I learned. At least this is how my, my take on it all. We're not going to get the change we want. We're going to have to wait even longer. Right? We're not going to stop the flow of illegal aliens. That's not going to happen. The H-1B visa program, yeah, not going to happen. That's going to continue. You know, all of the, the handouts to big business, all of the horrible trade agreements, all of those things aren't going to happen. And, and the funny part is, is apparently the Republican Party doesn't want it to happen. It's the only thing I can come up with. It's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Regardless, though, the polls right now are leaning that Donald Trump is going to get the delegates. 
he's going to get the boat. And, and here's the thing, you know what? The the it almost feels like, hey, not only are you going to have a hard time getting the Democrats, you're not going to get the Republicans with you. Therefore, we may be able to get him in. You know, he may win the vote, but he's not going to be able to do anything. And and I'm just so, I guess I'm, I'm disappointed because I, at least in my eyes, the message really was clear to me after like Mitt Romney, right? Obviously, this was all set up in advance. Here's what we're going to do, Mitt. We're going to get you on TV. You're going to go out there and you're going to blast this guy. Some campaign manager, some marketing figurehead said, "Oh, we someone need to- bigger than that, some billionaire. Some- Let's call it what it is." Some billionaires said, this is what you're going to do. Even though everybody saw it, you know what, there's articles everywhere. They were playing the video clips back in 2012 when Mitt Romney was standing on the stage telling you what a great American Donald Trump was. And how he was endorsing Mitt Romney for the presidency. And now... Here we sit four years later, and Mitt Romney tears him to shreds. And then you got on the stage, and it almost was, this is how it felt like to me. These same billionaires, Marco, you can't win. Because, quite honestly, you're probably not going to win Florida. Because Donald Trump spends half of his, Half the year, Donald Trump lives in Florida. Like, everybody on the East Coast, just so you know where I'm from in Syracuse, if you have the means, if you were a solid middle-class upbringing, I'll use my grandparents. My grandmother, was she stayed at home. My grandfather, after World War II, worked for the United States Post Office. And they had a little uh, condo apartment in Florida. And every they were snowbirds, essentially. And that's how you did it in the East Coast. It's done that way today. Right? That's how you did it. And Donald Trump, obviously, he snowbirds a little differently, but he's going to win Florida. So... The billionaires told Marco Rubio, here's what you're going to do, right? And Marco was the lead antagonizer, right? Going after the bully, and I'm going to pick the fight and do all this and that, and and Ted Cruz was going to tell everybody, the only way we can stop the monster is by you voting for me. Which essentially, you know, I guess it's just one of those things which, led me to this conclusion and is simple we don't support that message that's what I took out of it the message of close the border the message of bring the jobs home the message of forget about free trade how about fair trade that's what I want I want fair trade right forget these all these foreigner visas and all this other stuff. Let's stop the madness and make sure that we are looking out for the people. Not for the billionaires, not for the bankers, not for big business, but for the people. 
And my takeaway after last night's debate was, that's a terrible message. (laughs) Only right-wing wackos with tinfoil on their heads believe that message. we got to discredit that message. And that's just the way I felt about it. They have no clue... And, and I guess me and Homer were talking. I said, you know what, really, one of the things that got me, they were going, they were attacking Donald Trump about his record on jobs. Right? And all of us know, whether you like the guy or not, I don't know how many thousands, and it probably is tens of thousands, of jobs that Donald Trump has created. Currently employed. Right? It's a lot of people. And, yep, there's been some stinkers in there. Sure. Sure, name a company that right. doesn't do that. Right, there's been some stinkers in there. But just assaulting him, and, and really with things that they know nothing about. Either Marco Rubio doesn't know that there's not a textile industry in America anymore. Oh, Marco Rubio, once again, he never owned a business. Just so everybody knows. Right. He doesn't know anything about business. I don't he know why you don't make those here. You can. Uh, not no, really. No, no, you can't. I mean, there's a couple of... There are probably a couple ones. I don't know who they are. Let me just say that. I'm just making an educated guess. There may be a couple of people making maybe some clothes here, maybe. But probably not at the scale and and distribution that a guy like Trump would need is my guess. That's just my guess. And then they went and they talked about the hotel that he owns in Florida. One of his many. Right. And forget about all the revenues and all that other stuff, but they said, hey, 300 U.S. citizens applied for jobs there. And you only hired 17 of them. And you brought in all these other foreigners. And and Donald went halfway there. But he said, listen, these were jobs there four or five months long. And then they end. And people in the United States, U.S. citizens, and these were mostly part-time jobs, part-time and seasonal. And it wasn't like it was the summer where you could have the high school and the college kids there. This was November through, he said, February, March. And he says, you know, I would love to hire them all, but they're all going to quit as soon as they get a job that is year-round. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. You're probably, probably a good idea to put away a little more wealth insurance, especially after the debacle that I witnessed last night. And then you cap that off with this morning's jobs report. I mean, 242, that's an exciting number. Absolutely. I mean, that's an exciting number. Are we below 5% on unemployment now? Well, it stayed the same. That was probably the one shocker. I'm like, <laughs> you used to say like 105, 87, and somehow the unemployment rate fell. Uh, but this 242, it stayed at 4.9, uh, according to the, the BLS. You know, and as I said, though, there was a decline not only in wages, but in hours worked. But here's where the job, according to the BLS, were created. 
driven by minimum wage jobs in health care. The, the 57,000 of the health care jobs, they said, were minimum wage. All the retail jobs, 55,000, which my guess is that's a seasonally adjusted number because I, I, I just, just here with all of the clothes, like today, uh, seven, seven of the sports authorities in Arizona are going to close. Of the, I think they're closing 140 throughout and all the other closings, but 55 thousand retail all at minimum wage uh food service professional i like how they say that wow they are just upgrading you're a professional hey you used to be a janitor now you're right. a custodial engineer right. Or, <laughs> right i like that one there you go right and uh bus busters are food service professionals the amount of waitresses and bartenders and waiters uh forty thousand were all for the minimum wage what they said was reason why there was no wage growth. Uh, then they said that the average w- weekly earnings fell from $878 to $872. Uh, the participation rate got a little better, uh, 62.7, the labor force participation rate. Uh, is now was that was the number that was the low. Uh, it's at sixty two point nine. So those of us that are of working age, sixty almost sixty three percent of us were at least looking for work and or working. Uh, the health care jobs have increased uh, thirty eight thousand over the month. Job gains were in ambulatory health care services. Hospitals did add 11,000. Over the past month or the past year, hospitals have added 181,000 jobs total. And uh, in February, the employment rose by 19,000 jobs in what they're calling social assistance. I'm not quite sure what that job is, but it says mostly in individual and family services. Retail trade we talked about, 55,000. Said employment rose in food and beverage stores by 15,000. General merchandising stores by 13,000. And if you want to believe this, retail trade has added 339,000 over the last 12 months. Uh, Food and food service and drinking places. I guess they don't want to use the word bar. I guess. Uh, drinking places. Uh, the well? Yeah, right. right. Uh, 40,000. They said, by the way, the drinking places and food services, they've added 359,000. So all the job growth just in retail and, and food and, and bars, you got about 700,000. Thousand, you throw in health care, add another uh, two hundred thousand, about nine hundred thousand of that is in food service, retail, and health care, employment, and private educational services was up twenty eight thousand in February. Of course, it was down twenty thousand in January, so uh, not a huge growth. Uh, construction. Up 19,000. 
They said 14,000 of that was in residential specialty trade contractors. I guess that's all the flippers. Did you see that flipping houses is at a 10-year high? That's amazing. Well, That's you know amazing. what? They've got about 12 TV shows for that. They absolutely do. Come on down. And and I listen, I'm, not gonna radio lie. Commercial. I'm not going to lie. I watched like half of those. Oh, I couldn't get through that. One, one thing I will tell you, radio shows, come try, come try my proven system, and I will teach you how to flip houses. You can have zero experience. You don't need a real estate license. Blah, blah, blah. And people are buying into it. But how desperate are people to make cash? That's the thing. Yeah, if it was that easy... Everybody would do it. I'm just going to come out with my, here's my thought on that. Leave that to a professional, right? Then, of course, this is a guy that, you know, let's face it, if something breaks at my house, my wife is the one who fixes it. Right? I mean, that's my, that's the amount of skill that I, the, here's how I flip houses. I flip houses by watching people, other people do it on TV. There you go. That's my, that's my advice for that. That's, that's a lot of work. Uh, an awful lot of risk. Uh, the rest of the report goes uh, construction, they say, has added 250,000 jobs over the last year. They say that employment and mining continued to decline. I don't even know we had that many mines working, 19, down 19,000. Uh, job losses and supportive activities for mining, down 16,000. Coal mining, down 2,000. Uh, and they say mining has shed 171,000 jobs uh, over the last year. Average hourly work week fell two tenths. And that's kind of, I guess, there's our jobs market. Retail, bar, restaurant, and healthcare. Patriot Radio News Hour. That's going to lead us into economic prosperity. Final segment on a crazy week, the first opening week of March Madness. Uh, gold at fresh, what is it now, 13-month 13, 13 highs on gold, $1,272 to the ounce. The big news, BlackRock suspending shares of their gold ETF uh, due to overwhelming demand and they said that they are suspending uh, the issuance of new shares in their $8 billion iShares Gold Trust, citing a surge in demand. They said that the the ticker will continue to trade despite the suspension of new shares. And new shares just means they've got to buy more gold because that's what the shares are. This isn't – they just can't go <laughs> – they just can't go to their little computer and, and make a data entry point and, and, oh, we got more shares. They actually can't find the physical gold. Uh, so they're making that announcement. What does that mean for those of you that are into the paper gold? Uh, the suspension of the share creation will mean that the price of the fund, the cost of the fund, will rise faster than the price of gold uh, until they get this share creation problem resolved, reflecting the premium that will likely accrue to the existing shares, according to analysts. And I guess my question for everybody is, what do these guys know that they're not telling everybody else? 
I mean, it's not an accident that, just like I've said, what did I tell you? It's the same thing here. There's All the money goes follows the same trail, and when it starts pouring into gold, you're going to see the rocket ship. And today is just the first example of what is it that they see? Is there something coming this weekend we don't know about? And obviously, I don't think it's going to be something here. It's like we talked about yesterday. Is there something happening in China that we don't know? Is there something going to happen in Japan or Europe that we that, that we don't know about? Is there another devaluation coming? Is somebody going farther into negative rates and all of these other things? But it's just a... It's a scary time because really what they're saying is there's really an increase in the amount of risk that's happening all across the world. And they're trying to tell you, you know, and their favorite thing is, but it's okay here, but it's everywhere else. And somehow, miraculously, right, it's not going to get here. And, of course, we know better. Right? This is a global world now. This is how they designed it. Um, and now the the people that are in charge of the money have seemingly flocked into the gold markets and overwhelmed the supply. And and it's something really, if you think about it, this is going on almost a year. It, was, it started like last June. And we're just seeing this incredible demand. And it just doesn't matter. Bars, coins. Uh, pre-33s, silver, gold, junk silver, all over the place. Uh, and, and one of the things that I worry about is when this thing, because this, is, this hasn't even gotten here yet. What happens when it really starts going? Make sure you've got some before that happens. U.S. $20 liberties, uh, $1,410 today, 800 951 Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Monday.